I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. With us tonight, we've got the doctor. Howdy ho. Whoa. Uh, we've got producer Joe. Hose. Hose. Always <laughs> a pleasure, gentlemen. And we've got sound guy Tom. Check one, two. Check one, two. That's a full team. It's That's nice. It's been a long time. It's been a, quite a while. We've been on so many field trips. Yeah. yeah. Good to be in the studio. Friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And speaking of field trips, we basically walked back across the street from the brewery. We're just that, and we're recording an episode. So double that, day episode, double day episode, always fun. Yeah, and you can already tell by the sounds right <laughs> off the bat. <laughs> Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night. Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California, beer mecca within a beer mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. Hey, everybody! Don't be a freaking manus. Buy me a beer, not a freaking coffee. Go to ilikebeerthepodcast.com and click on buy me a coffee and then buy me a beer, which is gracias. That's buy me a coffee. Click on the link on the website, ilikebeerthepodcast.com. And we've been asking listeners to do that. Just take a moment, 21% increase since we've been doing that Ooh. on people going to the website. So thank Sweet, you. you. If Let's you've gone to 22. the website, you're you're in that 21%. Yeah. And if you haven't, that's it. You're letting Get us down. Yeah. How embarrassing for you. <laughs> yeah. Stop what you're doing and do it now. Plus, at the store, I, I, I'm Black Friday sale all the way to oh, the end of the year. So sure. just check it out now. I got my long sleeve tee with the stay in your nice. lane. Nice. Yeah. Pretty nice. Yeah. I need a new beanie because I've worn my beanie out. The beanies are very nice. You, yeah. should, you should look for that. Yeah. 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 I like Just go there. Click on the links. Hey, what are we drinking? Oh, good night for you, Doc. Dark beer selections tonight. We've got beers from mm. Helia, Belching Beaver, so North County Breweries tonight until the end, and then I have a little surprise for the last beer. Beer number one, our friend Kelby, beer master over at Helia Brewing, sent Ponytail Red Ale, which we talked a lot about on yeah. the interview, but we didn't actually drink right. during the, but then he sent us with some home, uh, 5.2%. It's got the Willamette, Autonom, and Cascade hops, and it's a beer we've had there before. I'm going to shout out Helio. Great place. You guys got to go there. And I cannot wait for the um, roller skating night. Roller derby. Roller derby uh, night at roller Helio derby. in the brewery. Really? Wait, I'm ready. we get to rollerblade? Everyone does. Oh, that's just Everyone's fantastic doing it. Fantastic beer. Yes. yes. Holy shit. That's fantastic. It's one of his first recipes. Yeah, I think it was their original yeah. recipe. And wow. really good. Yeah, really good. My kind of red ale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always enjoy This is my kind of beer. Yeah, that is excellent. Oh, it's a great beer. So thank you, Kelby, for sending the beer along. And if you had want to know more about this particular beer, you just listen to that episode. It was about two episodes ago. Right. And he talked all about it, brewed and enjoyed under the sun by Helia Brewing. Thank that you again, Kelby. Hey, where's the can? I need some more. <laughs> it's coming around. Ponytail red. Yeah, everything you like in a red with a oh, with man. the the. Car- caramel notes mm-hmm. dialed back, right? But there, yeah, because yeah. you do want that in, in a red ale and a little bit of the hop coming forward because it is Southern California. And it's what ton of flavor, yeah. ton of flavor, and just clean drinking, mm-hmm. clean finish. Autumn tastes like autumn. you know. And I, you actually said a dark beer, but I, 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 this might be the first time we've been in the studio 
when it's actually dark out when we showed up after the time yeah. change. So it's also like it just feels like autumn. Yeah, right. It's colder out there. Like we're not driving in in the heat or the sun. So. And I don't. You were. You came a little late, but Doc and I were rolling around in the leaves outside. Mm. Oh, that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, He brought some dried apricots, and that was we, we rolled around the leaves. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we're all together. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, yeah. we would have felt stupid if we were doing it alone, mm. separate. So we rolled around together. Hey, now that we have a beer in hand, it's been a while, but it's time for toast, roast, and pour one out. I've got a quick toast, more beer magic. Seems like every time I check the news, beer is solving more problems. True. It does. <laughs> and this time, hops are curing Alzheimer's. That's why I drink. Right? Yeah. As far as I remember, that's why I drink. Yeah. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> no, that was good. <laughs> but it's true. I think that's got to go. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think we keep it. <laughs> that's a, Okay. All right. But anyways, we, we it's been curing dementia, yeah. heart conditions, yeah. weight problems. Love problems. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just magic. And now research is showing that certain varieties of hops in the research, early research, helping understand how to solve Alzheimer's. So thank you, beer. Yeah. Bam. Cheers. Here's to you, beer. Here's yeah. to beer. Thanks, beer. Here's, here's the beer. Thank Thanks, you. Beer. Cheers. Thanks, beer. You keep doing the work and we'll keep enjoying the product. Yes. Who else has a toast tonight? Uh, I got a quick one. Well, I don't know how quick it is, but so, you know, I, in this room here, we've got a bunch of people that have work at high schools or have been around high schools and we've all coached many, many sports. But I just found the new sport that we need to have in California at high schools and we need to coach it. And it comes from Texas. Uh, and Texas, uh, they now have 90 barbecue teams at high school. Nice. Oh, so think nice. about that. Your, your, your club gets together and you compete against other schools making barbecue. Yeah. That's and, awesome. and, uh, pretty phenomenal. So, uh, the, the one that they highlighted that I saw, it's from Rockwall ISD school. Um, and their, uh, their head coach, his name is Sean Hill. He used to coach the football players. Uh, and then now he's like, no, I'm taking over the barbecue team. <laughs> um, and so basically, you know, and teaching these kids a, a great skill, like what better skill if you would learn yeah. how to yeah. truly grill in high school, like yeah. lifelong skill. And so I was reading about this cause I'm, I'm a big barbecue fan. They said that they have barbecue competitions and they, they focus on, you know, cooking variety, like people specialize in cooking chicken or ribs or nice. brisket or whatever else. And they said each of, uh, so they have a team and they have 20 members on their team, including four young women. They each choose a specialty and then they meet as a club and they compete not only against each other, but then against other schools and everything else. And think about if you had to be the judge of that and just like tasting of how incredible that That's be. what I'm thinking. I'd just yeah. be the judge. Yeah. yeah. Well, they said that the other part that's really cool is that they're, you know, they learn and then they actually go home now and then they start competing against their dads. So like a bunch of them are saying that like, I'm, you know, yeah. so like their families are appreciating because they're having intra family cook-offs now where they're like seeing who who has the best ribs or the best brisket versus their dads and it's pretty cool and, I, and they were talking about in their team they have like a their, so here's their practices they show up they put them in two teams they said one's team smoke the other one's team fire and they <laughs> compete against each other and um and they've done such a good job actually they were invited to the world food championships in dallas so to me you know a lot of high school sports you're probably not playing them past high school you're not playing football past high school for most people that kind of mm-hmm. stuff but Barbecue lives forever. Sure. Amen. Yeah. Where do I send my resume? Yeah, I know. I was like, that was, mm-hmm. I saw that. I'm like, that's awesome. I can see it breaking out to other things like the, the mac and cheese teams, yeah, yeah, the yeah. chili. Yeah. 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 It, and it, what a skill. Yes. What a skill. Mm-hmm. And you're making the world a better place. You you're making yeah. friends happy. Beer making, making teams. Friends. Beer making Beer team. Beer making team. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. more junior college. That probably. Yeah. Right. Fair. <laughs> that's yeah, fair. That's a, uh, <laughs> might want to wait on that one. All right. Non alcoholic beer making team. 
It's still thinking no. you're going to wait on that. Okay, <laughs> fair, fair. Not worth doing. Lemonade making team. Well, toast to barbecue. Yeah, of all toast kinds. to barbecue. Yeah. Well, that means we're heading to roasts. And I've just got one for. Uh, we keep seeing these macro brew research and development teams do everything except make better beer. And this time it's Coors Light, who instead of investing in beer making, have invested in nail polish. Oh. It's called Chill. Yeah. And the way this nail polish works, it's white when it goes on. When you pick up a beer when it's 42 degrees, as a Coors Light should be, the nail polish turns blue. And their idea here is that way you know if your beer's cold. <laughs> I don't know about this. I actually might jump in on this like in the summertime. I've never had a reason to wear nail polish, but all of a sudden. <laughs> it's the only way I could imagine knowing if my beer was cold. Right, <laughs> right. The, the, the pads of my fingers. That holy beer, that's anything. not enough information. You think about like, like shiny objects and fancy things like that. I like I can see where their marketing team thought this, right. is, this is it. Well, it's, it's going to be awesome. Chill. Yeah. I, I got a question from the audience here. Yeah. Does it only work with Coors Light, or can any beer apply? I imagine that it works on any cold item Thank that God. you want to. Well, Coors take. Light already has it, like where the the can turns blue, yeah. right? So they already right. have when the mountains turn blue, you. Well, know that's it's from cold. But in so. case you can't see that now, right. your fingernail. But like like that's like magic. I don't. I guess. No? I beer guess. magic. I think it could have been time better spent, but you know when you did the Ig Nobel Awards, I guess right, it's as right. good as any of that. Uh, true. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it probably will be up for the Ig Nobel Award next year. How about you? Got a roast? So I'm roasting. I know a lot of people, you know, may not, but we're a big, big soccer podcast, and World Cups happening for whatever reason. FIFA made the decision to have it in Qatar. Uh, money was the reason. Whatever reason, stupidest place ever to host a World Cup, and the stupidest World Cup probably ever at this point, uh, being that it's going to be in the middle of winter, um, com- competing against all of the sports that go on in, in the United States. Games at two a.m. But here's even worse. Here's where it goes even worse. And this is a huge um, uh, roast to them. So beer at the World Cup. Okay, you got to figure this. You got teams. You got the people from England coming there, people from Wales, all these places, Germany, heavy beer drinking populations mm-hmm. that are, they're going to go in there and they're going to want right. to revive a little bit. Beer right now there at some of their sports bars will be selling for roughly $140 a pint. What? Um, because on. basically what happens there in Qatar, I don't know if you guys know this, but it's a it's a dry country. And so they had to lobby hard to be able to just get the fact that they could sell beer and that kind of stuff. And so what they did is they basically imposed a syntax on this. Come um, on. I'm yeah. so angry right now. Yeah, and I'm and, not even going. And they uh, and so basically they said that like for example at one of their the biggest sports bars in Qatar Beer will be 80 pounds or $92 US um, during the FIFA World Cup. Some of them, like, so if you go there and you're staying at the Marriott Hotels, it's called the Champion Sports Bar, they're actually basically um, not only charging you that price, but they are charging you a fee, basically saying you can only stay for three hours. And if you want to stay beyond the three hours, you got to pay more money at that point. Premium. Here's the best, here's the worst part about that the beer that you get to choose from, three choices Budweiser. Corona oh, or a glass of house wine. Oh That's my it. gosh! And here's the thing: at the knockout stages, prices go up, <laughs> and then if the semifinals and finals, prices go up again. So that's the first thing I saw, and I said, "Holy cow! That is ex- that wild. is so bad." I think a lot of spectators would be freaking right. in flat. But then here's the latest thing that I saw about it about beer at Qatar is that you know they they had their plan. Everybody went and looked at everything else, and the the Qatari royals looked at it, and they're very concerned about drunken Englishmen and everybody else. And so they basically is there another kind? Yeah. So they basically <laughs> have told them now. 
like they had the beer tents, and you have to hide all the beer tents and make them hard to find, so oh that, they, to try and encourage because they're worried about security issues. Oh, so hard to find. Basically, one hundred forty-two dollars a pint. Yeah, Forget, world, you make it easy to find. I'm not buying one. The World Cup has basically declared it seems like war on beer, and wow. it made it extremely difficult. So screw that. That is terrible. Yeah, big mistake. I will not be getting up at two a.m. now to watch the game. I would have, but I would have gone to Qatar to yeah, watch, but, but not, not now. now. So no. <laughs> huge roast on that. That's just poor thought. I know that FIFA made a lot of money. I mean, the FIFA people that yes. put, the, put the World Cup there made a ton of money on the the backside as far as the underhanded. You know, do you know that that World Cup actually was supposed to be in the United States? Mm-hmm. Yes, but they, they purchased it and bought it. So, and we're getting the next one, and I'm sure beer will be a lot cheaper at that yeah. one. But one hundred forty dollars a pint. That's like yeah. that's like that's Petco prices. Ridiculous. That is Petco that prices. Is pretty close. No, 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 no. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. How much that's is more a beer at Petco? Five. SoFi prices. SoFi so prices. Yeah. SoFi, okay. Yeah, that's right. more SoFi. I, I don't know. I'll let you know next weekend. <laughs> yeah. Petco's like 16, 17 bucks a, a beer for... For a pint. Yeah, for a big can. For a big, big can. can of Modelo. <laughs> or whatever <laughs> Budweiser, whatever Budweiser stuff they got yeah. there. Wow. That's syntax, guys. There's just a syntax. Syntaxes are not good. No one likes syntax. a syntax. Remember Mother Earth? Yes, that's I remember syntax, that. That's syntax. Uh, yeah. That's the only syntax people stout. like. Oh, yeah. 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 Speaking of Mother Peanut Earth. Peanut butter stout. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Well, at least we got that out of that. Yeah. I'd rather sit at home, drink my good craft beer, and not pay $100 for it. I might even pour beer. some of my beer out and say, look, at that's like yeah. that's a $100 beer I just poured out <laughs> yeah. right there. What are you going to do about Living it? Living large. Because I can. Because I can, exactly. Because I live in America. <laughs> Land of the free. I think that's a segue to pours. Yes, it is. What do you got? Oh, so I'm pouring one out for gamers. I don't know if we've got any gamers in here mm-hmm. or in our audience, but you guys, your time is limited. Because I don't know if you guys saw this, but the founder, the guy who created the Oculus VR, virtual reality headset, he has now created a VR headset that will kill the user if their character dies within the game. Oh, wow. So taking gaming to a new level. Stakes are high. Stakes are high. So uh, he has created that. I don't know if it's going to sell. I'm not sure what the price of that, and I don't know who's buying it. Yeah, how, how does, does it have like blades that come I out think of it the makes ear thing? No, it just like makes you. It does something that just basically turns your brain to mush. Maybe wives are going to be yeah. buying that for their husband. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, I got you this for Christmas. New game, new VR helmet. But yeah, so so that's my. Well, my I want to know more about how it kills. Yeah, I don't. I didn't get that details into it, but I my understanding is that maybe it does something where it just fries you. That fries your brain. Yeah, it sounds very sci-fi. So your brain dead. Yeah, I think your brain dead. Oh, okay. Yeah, which you probably are if you're gaming that much anyway. <laughs> so no difference. Right. So, yeah. That was my pour. Yeah. No difference got, in your social life. I don't yeah. know if you guys got any other pours, but I got a couple of PSAs too I'm aware of right now oh, just to make good. sure people are aware of it. Okay. So the oh. first PSA uh, comes from if anybody who's traveling uh, to Yorkshire. I don't know if any of mm. you guys are going to Yorkshire, but apparently uh, this is the headline from the Yorkshire News that there is a pure evil blackbird named Derek. And he's terrorizing village and attacking Derek. Him. Yeah, Derek. Here's a picture Derek. of the guy. So Derek. I know it's not good podcasting, but that's Derek. Okay. And apparently just looks he, like a standard issue blackbird. Yeah, yeah, standard issue blackbird. But apparently he is a menace, and uh, people are are lobbying against him. He's basically one person termed him as pure evil. Knock pure. it off, Derek. Yeah, pure evil. Pellet so, gun. Take care of that. So that's uh, that's the one thing. So be careful <laughs> if you're traveling there over the holidays. Uh, and then the second one. I don't know how many of you guys have this. Uh, how many of you guys have a smart hub refrigerator? I didn't know that was even a thing. Sounds uh, like a doc thing. But uh, yeah. one of the one of the yeah. places that I go to when I'm going doing some deep dives is uh, you got to check next door because that's where everybody's mm, taking care of everybody. Big stuff's happening. And yeah. so Janine from Cannon Village basically said, "People, when you are sitting in the comfort of your own home watching porn, huh. apparently oh. on a soundbar, from what info I can get, 
you may not realize that you are broadcasting it through my Samsung Smart Hub refrigerator. <laughs> Please disconnect from my device. Okay, so... I'm just telling you that I don't know why you need a smart hub refrigerator, but that is apparently so you can listen to your neighbor's porn. Apparently that's why. So that's a little PSA for you guys on either side of it. If you have the smart hub, be careful because you don't know what you're going to find on your fridge. Um, and if you don't have the smart hub, just be careful because some people might be listening well, to you. Well, the actor on the porn, he has yeah. smart nub. Yeah. That's true. Oh, well said. So those are my PSAs as we head into this holiday season. Well, thank, um, you, just thank sure you, Janine. Keeping safe. Helpful. Keeping safe. But <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this has been. Toast, roast, PSAs, and pour one out. We were enjoying uh, wings, an excellent salad. Oh, yeah. And Brussels sprouts over the Belching Beaver pub. Have you ever had the Belching Beaver, the, the hot sliders? Yes. Nashville's? Oh, my. Oh. Those are so good. Mm. Everything's good at the pub. It is actually the nine, my, pub nine eighty is one of the best places in North County just to go and have a beer, but have some great good food. food yeah. yeah, I was excited to see they had a brown ale, and then I was excited to see that out of about the fifteen or sixteen people in the pub at the time I was there, half of them had the brown ale, nice. which you don't usually see when you're at a at a pub. And so I asked to have a, a half pour, which I was immediately disappointed that I didn't get the full pour. So I went back got a full pour of the Deftones Good Morning Beautiful Brown Ale um, that they do every few months they put out. I was able to grab a can of it to bring, to share. So I will pass this around. Mm -hmm. Part of their Deftones series. They had the variety pack. I was forced into bringing home the entire variety pack yeah, to get the Thank you two for cans sacrifice. of the brown ale. Forced at beer point. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. And a lot like the uh, brown ale we had over at Inzane Brewing. Oh, wow. Um, not a heavy. Yeah. This is phenomenal. And certainly not in the, the range of oh, stout reporters. The smell is <laughs> great. Smell, yes. Two good beers. Good morning, good beautiful. Thank you. That's the name of this. Jeff, really good. We have to stop by here on the way home, pick some of us up. I right. think they still have it. It's got a little coconut, oh a little God. maple. <laughs> and the maple, when, uh, you, when you hear it, you, you taste it. This could be a new fave right little here. A little coconut, a little maple, a little coffee. Wow. I don't really pick up a lot of the coffee no, until the back like end. It. No, I don't like the coffee. Um, and it's very subtle. Draft. They have this on draft, you said? They have it on draft, yes. But I have to tell you, out of the can is quite good. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, I was a little worried about how the canning of it would work, and and uh, but but it's quite good. That's fantastic. Two good, two good beers right up my alley. It almost tastes like oh, that's the coconut. I'm saying it almost feels like it's got like, but that's the coconut. Oh, and the maple. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is that's really yeah. good. That's, that's fantastic. Great. That actually is my new favorite Belching Beaver. I think. Beer. So. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's what that's I said when I meet me so honey, and then the uh, the Buenos Tiempos. I think this is right there with it. Wow. Good. That's what I told the beer tender. I said, this is my new favorite beer. Mm -hmm. I think it might be. Well, that's a hit then. Mm -hmm. Joe, you're, you're a coffee coconut beer it's guy brilliant. with me. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of coffee in there, because no. I, no, I, I don't, don't like it when I taste a ton of coffee in my beer. This one's, it's very subtle. And it would be what, what first coffee drinkers would be like, a light roast coffee, yeah. not hitting yeah. you over the head with, you know. It's good. The notes are in there, but it's very light. Well, I'm glad you like it. Oh, it's fantastic. You know what? I bet you, too, I'm going to let it warm up a little bit, because I bet you as it warms up okay. a little bit. Because right now, my fingernail polish is turning. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel this is a little bit cold yeah. for my brown nail. So I'm going to wait till my fingernails go back to well, not being blue. That's a good idea. Yeah. 
I'll try to I'll try to hold off on it. Yeah. Until then. I'm gonna see. Until then, you should buckle up. Listeners should buckle up. Keep your hands and feet inside at all times, because Doc is taking us for a ride. You been a while I kind of forget how these yeah, things go yeah right. i'm excited boys and girls exciting. yeah ladies and germs it's time once again to get wild wild thing all right here we go listeners at home can you guess the animal it's the world's strongest animal hmm mm-hmm. you got something in mind Derek the blackbird it's found yeah. on every Derek. continent besides antarctica lives in habitats ranging from hot dry deserts to lush forests Desert gets rid of mm. penguin. No penguin. They have dark round bodies. Oh. Six legs. Whoa. And long flying wings. What? Hmm. These, the, the male beetles have a have oh, strong oh. horns on their heads. <laughs> oh. Hint, hint, beetle. It's a beetle. Ready? For I the was not hit? thinking of beetle at all. Okay, ready? I had That's penguin first. Here's go. the biggest hint. At home, you got it. Dung it. beetle. Yes, they eat poop of large uh, mammals. There yeah. you go. Landed it. The dung beetle, also known as the tumble bug. That's the only beetle I know. The tumble bug. I like that better. Tumble yeah. bug. So let's talk about how they roll. Didn't the, <laughs> let's do that. Didn't, what, <laughs> didn't Culture Club have right. a song about them? The tumble bug? I'll tumble for you. Mm-hmm. Right. So these beetles, they fly around in search of manure deposits, or also called pats, big piles of elephant poop called a pat. Uh, from our other herbivores, like cows. Um, okay. So, ready? There's three kinds of dung beetles. You could be a roller, a tunneler, and a dweller. So, each of you is going to have a role tonight. Tom, oh, okay. you're the dweller. Influencer, you're the tunneler. I got it. And and Talon and Joe, you guys are the rollers. That's rollers. The rollers kill. I'm going to tell you how you roll in a second. Yeah, rollers rule. We're going to start with Tom. Tunnelers drool. Oh, <laughs> We're starting with uh, influencer, the tunneler. I'm tunneling. Oh, that's us. All right. Oh no, it's you. You're a so we're so, not used to being on different teams. No, I know. So you're not really. You're not a different team. You're just okay. a different type of. Oh, okay. Type of okay. bug. Uh, anyways, you do a deep dive into a cow pile and tunnel straight down. Oh, you got to get like the heart of the artichoke. Yeah, you get to where it's still Sounds moist. About right. Yeah. You're you set- want that steamy part yeah, yeah. In, the, in the inside. You're setting up the family home. That's true. Uh, anyways, I don't stop digging until my fingernail polish changes color. Right. That's true. Right. You're storing the dung underground, keeping it fresh, uh, and basically it's Storing. protecting your developing little grubs from predators and parasites. Wow. Yeah. And by the way, influencer, you can eat more than your own weight in poop in, wow. in, 24, in 24 hours. That's in fair. one day, that's you awesome. can eat more than your own weight. I can do that too. If, it's, yeah. if that's what it takes to protect yeah. the grub, yeah. right. that's what I'm going to do. And, and your female, she sorts through the dung and arranges it you know, throughout the tunnel. And she's uh, impressed by yeah. how much you can eat. <laughs> right, <laughs> hey, right, ladies. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. and, <laughs> I'm single. <laughs> and you know, you're a good dad because you are either you know, uh, your little lady, you basically stay with the larvae until they mature, which oh. is... That's Could be like four months. Stay at home. And dad. which is it's no. this level of parental care in, in insects is extremely unusual. Yeah. So not for me, I care. Good yeah. job, influencer. Good yeah. job. Good job. Tunneler. Yeah. Tunneler. Yeah. Now we Shit have, stops with me. That's yeah. right. <laughs> now we have Tom the Dweller. Yeah. Tom the Dweller. Hello. You're on top of the world, or at least the dung heap. Oh. Uh yeah. King of the world. Yeah. So the female's gonna lay her eggs on top of this manure pile and uh and then they're gonna develop 
uh, inside. So the dwellers, you're much smaller. You're like the smallest uh, dung beetle. Sorry, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, dwell, Tom. dwell. Yeah. Size matters, Tom. That's what they say. I don't know. Strongest. <laughs> All right. We're getting on now to what everyone's, you know. Waiting known. for. Yeah, waiting, uh, waiting yeah. for the rollers. That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we got talent and Joe. By, by the way, we're going to have, uh, talent's going to be the male roller. That's true. And so we're going to go with Josefina is yeah. going to be. That Josefina, works. you're the, you're the uh, female Roller. I'm good with that. Looking yeah, good yeah. tonight, Joe. I, I, I feel so good. I feel good. You two use your like uh your Do you want to hold hands? Yeah. Let's yeah. <laughs> you use your scooper like Thelma and Louise over yeah. there. <laughs> you use your scooper like head and paddle shaped antenna to make those little balls. Big oh. balls. Right. Hey. And then you roll it away and bury it. It's an ACDC song. Hey, and they can be as big as an apple. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Those are some big balls. Those Joe. are big yeah. balls, baby. And by the way, how big how big do they, we're talking now? So so basically, apple size. Yeah. You just said that. No, no. The actual beetle. <laughs> the beetle oh, oh, can oh, be oh, anywhere oh. from like the size of your little pinky nail to like That's that's Tom the dweller. Yeah, yeah. 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 To like you guys the roll, you could be big. like you like an inch, a yeah. little over an inch. Yeah, yeah. Nice. We, we got nice. size matters. But you know, you're rolling apple sized dung balls. That's true. Yeah. Oh wait, I got some pictures for, oh. for all the people at I home. thought you brought dung balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna bust them out on the table right now. <laughs> People love this. There part. you go. Look yeah, at that. That is, a, that is an <laughs> apple-sized dust ball. Look at that. Bam. There's the rollers. Yeah, Massive there's ball. the rollers. Uh, anyways, the balls uh, that are either made by the male or female, uh, and they basically it's for the female to lay her eggs in. Oh. Yeah. It's, so the it's called a brood ball if they're gonna. Well, they eat it too, right? They, of oh, course, they're not? eating it. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. talent. Yeah. yeah. No problem. I need a place for. But uh, so hey, when moving the balls, a roller can actually push. Over a thousand times its own body That's weight. That's right. Boom. Yep. That is like, you know, us humans, when we're not pretending we're dung beetles, of dragging like four full double-decker buses wow. full of people. That would be the, like the same. Same Strongest same. man contest on ESPN. Yeah. I don't want to pull those. I want to push them. You want to push them. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to do it. Use, use my use, head. Use your legs, yeah. too. Okay. You always got to use your legs. Use my scooper head. It's bad for your back. But you let's, use your legs. Let's talk about talent beetle and yeah. Josefina beetle. Okay. They're flying around. They see a big, juicy pile of elephant dung. Yep. Mm. All right. And Josephina flies down. She's crawling around. Talent's crawling around. And then they meet by Whoa. chance. <laughs> yeah. This actually sounds like how we really met. This yeah. sounds pretty yeah. close. Right. At the top of the pile? Or? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so, like, Talent might have been starting to make a little little ball. Yeah. And, and you- if Josephina likes... His Talent's ball, balls. His ball work. Do you yeah. like my balls? Uh, I like your ball work. Yeah. She'll, she'll accept. Oh, and okay. uh, then they'll they'll roll away together. Throw some balls together, yeah. Joe. <laughs> well, or or the female just might like ride on top. Oh, see there you ah, go. That happens. Yeah, yeah okay. the female right. just might ride. Let her on top. do the work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, if the mood is right, ah, that's a Cialis, yeah. isn't that a Cialis commercial? Yeah. <laughs> if the mood is right and your ball is there big you enough. Go. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's dung that beetle procreation. Nice. Yeah. There you go. Right. Wait, yeah. which one's me and which one's Joe? Oh it my says, gosh! Oh, Don't let Genevieve right? see that on her yeah. refrigerator. Yeah. Can, yeah, is that on someone's <laughs> fridge right now? That is definitely on Janine's fridge. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so uh, they got to watch out though, because as they're rolling away together, yes. uh, there's going to be other beetles that might just try to steal their ball. Plus the dwellers up the there dwellers watching the whole and line. the tunnelers yeah, are coming yeah, in from watching. underneath. So this, Tom. this new pair, Josephine and Talent, yeah, peeping Tom. And they find us a place to bury their ball. Yeah. Bef- actually, before they mate. Once they okay. bury the ball. <laughs> Joe, once we bury the ball, we're married, <laughs> Joe. Yeah. This is for life, Joe. Once we but, bury uh, the ball. But not really, because once they mate, oh. the male takes off. Oh, yeah. oh. sorry, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, oh, 
Joe's Joe's not happy. Not happy. It's not Joe. It's uh, Josephina. Oh, Josephina. I'm sorry. Sorry, Josephina. Josephina. I call him Joe. Call her Joe for short. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's she pet, likes it. Pet names. Yeah. Yeah. Josephina stays behind, and after mating, she'll you know she'll lay her eggs yeah. in, in the in the ball. Yeah. She'll but I'm eat, out. eat some. And I got a big shit ball. I mean, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got what I wanted out of this. She had in the conversation. But, Josephina, hey, you left me home here with the shit ball <laughs> and the kids. I never see you anymore. Hey. You picked a fine time <laughs> to leave me, shit ball. So after Josephina uh, lays her eggs, you know, and, and her hubby talent flies away, true. she actually coats and seals Ooh. the ball with a mixture of. Of saliva. Oh, that's beautiful. And yes. her own feces. I'm yeah. crying right yeah. now that's from this. She, this she adds feces to the feces. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, and, and she stows it underground. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, some dung mothers stay with the ball, you know, for like two to four months. They also clean the larvae called grubs that hatch and remove their the poop. You know, she cleans the poop from them. She cleans them up. Yeah. So, anyways, there you go. That's, that's the story of Josephina. Oh, it's beautiful. And talent. My new favorite term, dung mother. <laughs> dung mother. <laughs> yeah. Are you a dung mother? It sounds like a room mother. It does. Like, yeah. well, I'm thinking like, people like, I'm a den mother. I'm like, no, you're a dung mother. Uh, anyways, here's some uh, in- interesting history. Oh. Uh, ancient Egyptians, they thought very highly of the dung beetle, also known as the scarab, right? It's in a lot right, of Yeah, you're right. It's right in a lot of their art and jewelry. They believed the dung beetle kept the earth revolving like a giant ball of dung. It does. That's oh. fair. They there don't. You go. No. Yeah. Are we sure That's they don't? That's what flat earthers yeah. believe. And check this out. So they have six legs, each with five segments for a total of 30 segments, representing the 30 days of each month. What? Wow. That's math. Say the the Egyptians. Sorry, February. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So. Yeah, this guy says, I'm February. (laughs) (laughs) If you're not already impressed with the dung beetles, here's what's more great about the dung beetles. I mean, they are the mighty recyclers. By burying these, the animal dung, they loosen and nourish the soil, keep control of fly populations. So the average like cow, you know, Africa's got a lot of cows. There's cows around the, everywhere around the world. Dung beetles aren't just in Africa, they're everywhere. The average domestic cow drops 10 to 12 dung pats per day. And each pat can produce like 3,000 flies within a couple of weeks. So in parts of Texas, the dung beetles bury like 60 to 70, no, like 80% of the cattle dung. And if they didn't, that manure would just harden, plants would die. So anyways, you know, they're they're an important part of of the pasture land. Yeah. It would, be, it would be, pasture land would be smelly, filled with flies, but weren't for the dung beetles. So thanks, dung beetles. Yeah. Yeah. And in Australia, the forest dwelling beetle, uh, if it didn't keep up with the the manure, uh, they would, again, flies would be going crazy. So anyways, some people, as our former president might say, some people may question their <laughs> some people may question their lifestyle. He might say all the best people. Yeah. yeah. All the best people. Some people may question the lifestyle of a dung beetle. But it's certain our world would be much smellier place without the mighty dung beetle. That's true. Well done. Yeah. Right. I say that. It's a shitty business, but someone's yeah. got to do it. Cheers the dung yeah. beetle. Yeah. Thank you, Doc. Um, I'm gonna. Cheers. I call him a tumblebug. That's tumble what we call. Sure. That's me and my sure. buddies. We call him tumblebugs. So, <laughs> he just quick question, me, real Joe. quick. Where do I, if I'm in the United States? Oh, they're everywhere. Like, are they here local? Yeah. Well, we've got their relatives, like the rhinoceros, rhinoceros beetles. Uh, they're, they're scarabs. Okay. They're their relatives, but, yeah, but we do, don't have a lot of. Just they're not doing the rolling. The, the closest rollers are going to be like like New Mexico, yeah, Texas, yeah. things of, like that. A lot of those states. There There's a lot of shit in those states. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of cattle. Think how shitty they'd be without the beetles. That's good point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The world would be a worse place without the Beatles, and I mean oh. that on multiple levels. Yes. yes. Right. There you go. Well, hey, thanks for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. 
for a shitty episode of Wild Thing. That was a dirty episode. All right, dung mothers, I got another beer for us. Sweet. Yeah. It's a term of endearment. It is. It is. This is the Omegong All Hollows Treat Imperial Chocolate oh my Peanut Butter Stout. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're spoiling us with the dark beers. Today, yeah, I wanted all dark beers. Oh I just God. had a hankering. Dark chocolate, smooth peanut butter, and vanilla. Three of my favorite and it's imperial, but it's not ridiculous. It's a 7.2%, I believe. So sometimes we get these imperials in our wow. hands, right. and they're, they're like 12, 11, 13%, 12, yeah. and sometimes the booziness complements it. Sometimes it gets in the way. Yeah, This is a reasonable- This uh, could be our best reasonable. beer drinking episode, flavor-wise. I'll tell you Three what, winners. The smell of this beer oh. just made my mouth water. Hmm. Even more than the dung beetle episode. Full of flavor. Wow. 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 I love the color. I like Will's coming out for all three beers tonight, I'm thinking. Oh, you're right. At the least. Yeah. The At least Will. Yeah. yeah. He's got the track. Oh, boy. Tonight. Yeah. Let's see what it says here. Sweet and spooky like the perfect Halloween night. All Hallows Treat rekindles your favorite childhood holiday memories, aromas, and flavors of dark chocolate, creamy peanut butter, and a soft vanilla finish swirl with a smooth body and medium mouth feel. What do you think of the mouth feel, Talent? Medium? Yeah, I would go medium. It's it's more. Let me do it one more time. How would you here. compare it to a dung ball? Apple sized dung ball. Yeah, I would like to roll this thing up and see if I can get Joe to jump on top. <laughs> of and what? Then, and then I'm leaving. Then I'm out. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's fantastic. Um, I love the smell of it. Um, it has a little booziness on the back end. Um, just that's the not too much. Yeah, but not no. It's not overwhelming. Should, it's, and the smell of it's great. Should be a throwback to your uh, first bite of a chocolate peanut butter cup. A little bit of that. Well, if I chased it with like a shot of something, because there is a little booziness on it, but it's really really good. Yeah, it's subtle, subtle boozy. I don't I don't pick that up, but I wouldn't be surprised if you told me it was an Imperial Stout. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's good though. It's Ooh, really good. You don't pick scummy. up the boozy at the end, huh? Yeah, I'm with you. It doesn't Talent. taste like an Imperial Stout at all. Yeah. No, I don't think it's overwhelming, but there is a little bit yeah. of that. Seven point six percent. Excuse me, I was a little bit off. Uh, I mean, I think you guys, as as tunnelers and dwellers, you can't pick up the nuances <laughs> that us rollers can. So, Joe and I, I think that's rollers, right. We think that's we true. we live above the dung a lot of times. You guys are deep in the yeah, dung, so that might true. that might affect your your pal, your palate your and your senses. Hundred percent, especially yeah. the tunnelers. Uh, yeah. Tunnelers, we're deep down in. Yeah, you're deep in. I, I just looked at the can. It's got a graveyard no, with a zombies can, coming out saying grains. Yeah, grains. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's good. Here for the booze. B-O-O-S. No, it's good. All right. There's nice. a lot there. Yummy beer. A lot yeah. going on. Doc, you got something else for us? For show. <laughs> Welcome to BNB, or beer or not a beer. I'm going to name four beers. Three are real, believe it or not. One I pulled out of my dung. Here we, go. we go. This was challenging. You Luckily, you got to it first before one of us got to it. You are never going to get this up. one. You're never going to get this one. Okay. In honor of the scarab, the dung beetle. Beer number one, again, three real beers, one not real, is Dusty Dungarees. 
a hazy dusty dungarees. Get that? You guys catch that? I got it. You catch that? Yeah, I think I, so. Yeah. One, thank, one more thank, time. Yeah. One more time. <laughs> dusty dungarees. Oh, okay. Beer number two, funky dungeon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sour funky dungeon. <laughs> Beer number three, slushy dragons dungeon. Nice. Slushy dragons dungeon. And beer number four, Talon and Josephina's saliva and feces <laughs> infused dung ball juice bomb. Yes. <laughs> Once again, beer number four, Talon and Josefina's saliva and feces infused dung ball juice bomb. Yeah. <clears throat> which is not a beer. Beer number one, dusty dungarees. Beer number two, funky dungeon. Beer number three, slutchy dragons dungeon. And beer number four, Talon and Josephina's saliva and feces influenced dung ball juice bomb, which. Is not a beer, ladies and gentlemen. Do you, you think you go got first? it? We're going counterclockwise. Tom, always starting with me. Mm-hmm. Todd, this must be one of the toughest ones you've ever mm-hmm. had. I know, but I'm going to go out on a limb here and say number four. Number four, Josephina. Obviously, it's the slushy dragon stung. Slushy, yeah, right. I mean, everybody's talent. Um, I know four is a beer because I just made it this weekend, <laughs> and I just named it, so that's definitely a beer. So um, I, I actually, I'm going to go with uh, Josephina over here, my long lost love uh, from the dunk pile, and say there is no way that anybody's drinking anything with slushy dragon dung gins. Dung gins, yeah. Mm. All right, influencer. If it wasn't slushy the, dragon dung, right? Yeah, you, you, yeah. hard dragon dung gins. You, yeah, do. but the slushy is no. tough. It's wrong. Yeah. I just need a clarification. Was it saliva and feces influenced or infused. saliva infused. and feces infused? Saliva and feces infused dumb oh, ball juice ball. Okay. Well, then I'm going four. Beer number four. All right. <laughs> no one shows beer number one, Dusty Dungeries, which is a hazy from Screaming Hill Brewery in Green Ridge, New Jersey. I thought it from Australia, Australian Brewery. Yeah. They seem like a yeah, dungeon place. Uh, funky Dungeon is a sour from Abbeydale Brewery. Hey, believe it or not. Yorkshire, England. Nice. Where the, Watch out for Derek. Where Derek is. <laughs> yeah. And we're down to Slushy Dragon's Dungeon and Jeff Talon and Josephine's <laughs> saliva and Fuse Fuse Dung Ball Juice Bomb. Slushy Dragon's Dungeon really is a beer from North Brook. Well, how do we lose on that, Joe? Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure beer I made, I made up, that this But weekend. which really is a beer, so they're all beers. Uh. Talent and Josephina. Slive and feces infused dung ball juice bomb. I Ladies and gentlemen, at home, it. did you guess that one? Yeah. Right. Let us know. I figured that one out. I, I think you, you guys had some are pills. sharp. Sharp. <laughs> That's what they always say about yeah. the tunnelers and the dwellers. Very yeah. sharp. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Very That's sharp. Right. I'm going to take my win when one's offered to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a softball if there's ever been a softball yeah. involved in the beer or not a beer. That industry. is. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Doctor. I feel like that beer and not a beer was kind of like how Qatar got the World Cup. It feels yeah. like it. It feels <laughs> like it. Yeah. 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 Here, you can pick this country, or you can pick this country, or you can pick Qatar. And what or, is that? A million dollars sitting right <laughs> next to it? And, and this uh, country that's under this uh, pile of what is this? What is, I think <laughs> is I will money? pick Qatar. And here I was thinking I was going out on a limb. All right. We, we got some beers to rate, and I think we've got, like Doc said, some good results. Wow. Ponytail Red by Helia Brewing Doc. You know, it's probably one of the best reds I've ever had, so I got to go five. Whoa, nice. Whoa. Big, yeah. going big. Tom? 
I was going four or five. I don't know. I'm I don't know. I'm giving him some love. I like it. I like it. it. Yeah. Joe? Four seven five. I'm close. So I, I, I had four or five. I really liked it a lot as well. I think it's a fantastic beer. Four or five from me. What's it hit your lips? It's so good. And then we had Deftones Good Morning Beautiful. Doc? How was your night? Wait, wait. That was the second beer we had. That was yeah. the second beer. Oh, it was. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, you know what? I'm, I don't do this often, but I'm going to have to say I'm going five again. Mm-hmm. Tom? You're just I'm, giving them away tonight. I know. I must yeah. be in the mood. I don't know. It's been so, a while. It's all that dung. I'm, I'm going to swing at that softball and say five as well. Yeah. yeah. Good. I'm a five on that one. That was amazing. Well, I went four eight, but I could be like you could be persuaded. It's about as close to a five. Like I said, and I've had it on draft. That's a five, yeah. baby. Right. I right. wrote five, and then I'm changing it to five because I agree. It's it's it was a fantastic beer. So you yeah. found that million dollars we left you. Yes, I appreciate that. We sat and drank with the sun on our shoulders and felt like free men. Hell, we could have been tarring the roof of one of our own houses. We were the lords of all creation. And then we had. All Hallows Treat, uh, dark chocolate peanut butter imperial stout. Doc? You know what? I enjoyed it. Not too boozy. I'm going to go like a four or five. I'm right there too. Four or five. Four two five. I went four or five on it. I four or really five. It. And I would say this like statistically is probably the highest rated beers we've had on this podcast. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Really yeah, good job. To have to have solid, woo, solid. To have three beers where the lowest scores of four or five. Yeah, is pretty <laughs> incredible. Well done. What's it hit your lips? It's so good. Doc, thank you for bringing Wild Thing. Listeners, thank you for spending the hour with us. Remember, just a moment. Rate us. Just a question real quick before you get to How do I get this fingernail polish off? (laughs) (laughs) You just got to warm it up. Oh, is that true? Okay. I'm going to put it in the dung real quick. (laughs) Bring it over here. Okay. (laughs) Go to the website, ilikebeerthepodcast.com. Pick up some swag. Black Friday sale. We'd love to keep drinking, but right now, we got to run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. All we need is a 10 and a 5 or a car and a key and a sober driver. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run.